the Box Officer Podcast with Mel McKay and Derek Zemrak. Happy weekend. How are you, my friend? I'm doing great. Thank you. A little chillier, but, you know, that's the way it works around here. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. It could be worse for sure. (laughs) All right. So this week you've got a new movie for us. We're going to talk about the California Film Festival and what to expect the rest of this year in movie theaters. But first, let's dive into this movie, The Holdovers. Tell us all about it. It is actually a coming-of-age story which takes place in the elite New England prep school. Okay, no. I grew up in New England, and you know I love uh, coming-of-age stories, so it's got me right there. It's about a curmudgeon instructor who is just horrible, and you're going to hate him. But you're not only going to hate him, you're also going to hate one of the other characters in the movie. And you're saying, okay, Derek's lost it here. How can you have two people that you hate in the movie? But yeah, you're saying it's endearing. Well, that's because it's in a wonderful script, great character development, and it is something that is just going to move everybody. And what it does, it takes the three people who have to are forced to stay together during the holiday season, and you're like going, these people are never going to make it. And they do. Paul Giamatti is actually incredible in this film, as he usually is. And he will get nominated for an Oscar. I can't say anything more about this film. It is just so endearing. And it is going to be an instant holiday classic. I mean, this is a a modern-day Scrooge film (laughs) with basically three people in a room. Oh, wow. (laughs) And it it just, it's special. It's going to become something that people are going to watch each year to get ready for the holiday. You know, the other two characters in the film, Divine Joy Rudolph, who actually plays the head of the cafeteria, she's just grieving about something in her life, and she's bringing these two people together and saying, this is what it's about, people. Oh. Yeah, I'm getting chills about oh, me this. too, dude! <laughs> How many slates are you giving it? I'm giving it four and a half slates out of five. <gasps> it's rated R, it, so wow. you know, not everyone can see it. It's uh, 133 minutes. You are going to be drawn in, and you're going to be watching this again next year. Thank you oh, very much. Oh my God, I love it. I'm so excited. Plus, Priscilla finally opens this weekend. You can catch that at the Arinda, arindamovies.com. Also got the California Independent Film Festival. Tell us all about it. You know, Priscilla, I, I reviewed three weeks ago. If the studios let you see the movie way ahead of time, <laughs> you know it's a solid film. I gave it four stars. Go see it. Now, it's going to be a little different for people. There's a little recap here. You know, the people who are strong Elvis fans are going to see a completely different side, but both performances by the actors are great great and it's a solid film and I love her style of filmmaking so go out and see Priscilla. And it's time for the California Independent Film Festival happening at the Arinda Theater. Dude, you're so busy. Tell us about (laughs) the festival. (laughs) Yeah, actually it opens November 9th. We have a great short film called War is Over. It's actually based on the song by uh, John Lennon, Yoko Ono. Sean Lennon is one of the producers of the film. It's an amazing short film and now I'm going to tell you right now, you're going to hear this in the, the nominations for short films. Uh-huh. A lot of people don't see short films. Some really high-powered people who are actually involved in this project. And I'll just give you a little tip. Derek has a thank you in, in the film. So, what? yeah, <laughs> we can talk about it later. I can't give out all the information. It's, it's a long story. There'll be a whole podcast on that one, let Yay! me tell you. <laughs> 
Awesome. When you see Derek Zemeck and Peter Jackson on the same credit oh! bill, they're pretty good. Oh, my God. That's amazing. Congratulations, dude. That's huge news. Yeah, well, yeah. So, anyways, that's not about me. It's about the film festival. Film festival's been around for 25 festivals. Started in 1997. It's like, oh, my God. How did I do this for 25 festivals? <laughs> but uh, we got 14 different countries represented this year. Nine filmmakers that are Zooming from all over the world to do a Q&A after their films. And it's just a, a wonderful thing. You can catch all the information at caiff.org. And, yeah, it's going to be uh, one heck of a film festival <laughs> and a lot of great movies. So, Derek, I know that we're in a massive slump here for movies, but what can we expect the rest of the year? Is there going to be anything big coming out, or should we just focus on film festivals? Tell us your insights. I mean, obviously, it's going to be a really slow period because the studios don't want to release the movies because the actors can't promote them. They saw that with, you know, the biggest one that brought it to their attention was The Creators, which was a great right. sci-fi film. Going to be nominated for special effects and sound design and all this. It tanked at the box office because you know why? Nobody knew what it was and nobody knew uh, when it was coming out. So um, here's a few movies that they have kept into the lineup. You have Trolls 3 coming out on November um, 17th. Okay. Now, this is the third one. Not quite sure. You do have Justin Timberlake in it again, so hopefully maybe it can, it can work. The next goal wins is also in November 17th. It looks like a fun um, comedy. And Disney, you know, they always have a big Thanksgiving release, mm -hmm. you know, with like Frozen or Toy Story. And this year they're going with a film called The Wish. Um, it's also directed by the same gentleman who also with Chris Buck who, you know, did work to Pixar for many years, did the Frozen and Surf mm. Up and Frozen 2. So those are the Thanksgiving ones. And then also Napoleon, um, which is, oh, you know, yeah. kind of an Oscar bod, billed as a spectacular, thrilled action epic movie. Um, always an Oscar interest when it says epic in the description. <laughs> um, <laughs> it details the, the uh, checkered uh, rise and fall of the iconic uh, French empire, Napoleon Bonaparte. So those are, that's all you got. Last week, Meg Ryan came out with a film. Did anyone see it? No. Nope. No. It was a romantic comedy with David Duchovny, two people I used to have star power at the box office. It just Crickets. disappeared. I don't even know if anyone released it. So. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> I fear that when this happens, that everything is just going to go to streaming, and that makes me really worried about the future of movie theaters. I'm sure you're a yes. lot more worried about that being the owner-operator <laughs> of the Arenda Theater. But, damn, we got to get this straight. Out. When a strike gets over, it doesn't just influx that movies are being made. I mean, they take you know <laughs> ten months at the earliest to complete. So you're gonna you're gonna have that huge lull again in 2024 Ugh. for movie theaters, and it's very sad. And it's something that's gonna crumble. Some of the other ones who are surviving, you know, it's going to hurt. All yeah. right. Well, hopefully the Arenda will hang in there. A legendary theater. If you'd like to see Priscilla at the Arenda, ArendaMovies.com. Derek Zemrek, always a pleasure. By the way, I'm off next week for my birthday. Boy, I'm just the vacation oh, queen. Birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. So we'll talk All the right. following week. Stream the Box Officer podcast at KKIQ.com, KUIC.com, or Apple and Google Podcasts.